Star Star Yeah, yeah, y'all already know, already know. Seven the pan, seven the pan. That dude fits on the fits on the feet. Yeah, yeah. We live in entertainment, entertainment. Sound chase, sound chase, sound chase. Crown the king, crown the kings on the This is where it get ill. About to have a tip off live as a tip drill. From the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin flying round the fields. Oh, and five forever keeping the real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, teams and all seas, they taking no shorts. So hot the depth. Oh, yes, these other sports podcasts live as a pro's corpse. Biz market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. <laughs> no matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window. They analyze it with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the boys ever for. No longer got any use for the four letters The latest news, score stats in the view from the sideline Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth yeah. No need to dig for a part in line It's always in season if people start five, start five. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it We got what you we need, what you need. the sports news you see We don't waste time, we talking cause we live it. We got what you we need, what you yeah. need. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it We got what you we need, what you and y'all know me, seven sign, I'm the hellest cat spit. I got what you need. I got what you need. I got what you need. Ah, that's right, y'all. Each and every week, we got what y'all need. This me, your boy, the mayor, that DJ named H5. Your mom's favorite fat guy from a nice, sunny, but cold, deepest, darkest Africa. We are back with the newest episode of the Start of Five. As always, right above TJ's head, need y'all to, I'm going to point correctly eventually, need y'all to hit that QR code right above your head, over TJ's head, hit everything the Start of Five related. The man who's pointing in the right direction this time. What's good, TJ? What's good? Yo, I don't say this enough. Got to give a shout out to Fred Benz and Seven the Panther. Yo, this shit gets me hype every time the show starts, bro. Yeah, this shit is fire, B. Uh, shout out to those two for putting on one of the best intros in all of intros in podcast history. That's just my bias. <laughs> nah, definitely, definitely my bias for real. Because I mean, there's there's many people who got intros on their shows that are even rappers, and they don't even rap their own shit, and or don't have you know. Their, their intros ain't the same as ours, man. But no, we, we need y'all to help out and, and spread the word as some of y'all been doing. Shout out to the homie Kurt, who's always he's a pretty much a day one supporter. Regularly. Gotta get the brother back on the show. Last time he was on the show, we was talking about wrestling and he came through, man. We gotta get the brother back on the show eventually. But this week. This week we 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 are a little short on sports, you know. We got NBA All Star Weekend. Uh, shout outs to Obi Top in New York, Nick, who just won the dunk contest. I, I I missed it last night, as I usually do, as I usually do, because my ass was tired and went to sleep. But um, I seen the highlights of the dunk contest and trash. These dunks are getting weaker and weaker because when it comes to the NBA dunkers, TJ. It's just not as creative, but I will say that 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 between the legs tap off the backboard dunk that Toppin did, that shit is difficult. That, that shit, shit was, was mad hard, very yo. difficult. It's mad hard, yo. 
You know what your core muscles got to be like to pull that shit off. Be between the legs, keep your then come up and then like tap the backboard and put it in. That's ain't nobody that's, doing that shit every day in the street. So that's hang time. That's just hang time. That's just hang time. But like, the man is gifted. The man yeah. is gifted. But you know the, man the NBA. Gifted. The NBA gonna listen to fans like us when we tell them, man, infuse some of these street ball freestyle dunkers into this dunk contest, yo. Infused yeah, it'll be that. a better, it'll be, it'll be a better, it'll be a better product. It'll be a better show. Have them battle. Have NBA versus NBA versus a street team. I get you. I've been get sport. your top three mm. versus our top three. You know what I'm saying? And put some real money up there. Put like 500k up there, or 250 or some shit like that. Yeah. Let these guys go in for the bread. You know what I'm saying? Or do like a two on two, and freaking yeah. have one street baller with one NBA cat. And like Ooh, you said, okay. 500000 500, you split that in half. You make the league player have to donate to a charity and the street ball gets the 250 That'd be dope. That'd be dope. I like that even better. Shit. Man, I, Let's, who, who we got to call that? Who we got to call downtown at the NBA front office, bro? Let's make it happen. I, I think we got to call the homie Will because he, uh, he, he got the inside he track. Every, he knows everybody. <laughs> Son knows hashtag facts hashtag facts on that one the brother is well connected you know what i'm saying but uh but yeah we're going we really going we're going to get into some like real real topics today like and i, I hate that saying of real we're, but we're, we're definitely keeping it real real today and uh we get we got to go in on uh some shit that's happening in new york but before we do that Shout outs to shout outs to you, Dave, aka T3. He said the highlights is questionable to say. But shout outs to Obi though. And then shout outs to the homie Carl Bird of the Codex Prime podcast. Appreciate your presence on the show on Codex this week. Go follow Codex, Codex Prime Podcast, dope nerd geek show. I'm not gonna say blurred because I hate that. I don't hate the word. It's just I I feel the reasoning for it. Black folks just want their own thing, but the nerd, the name nerd works no matter what. It's it the, the name nerd just works fine, and their their show actually represents that. But I was on uh this this week's episode from this past Tuesday, and we were talking about my culture or the hip hop culture, which we're about to do today on our show by way of music and violence and stuff. But we we talked about a lot of different things on there, like who's the goal, you know, a basic conversation that we've ran through. And I'm not calling the show basic because it turned out dope. Shout out to um, damn, what the fuck was his name? My bad, my bad, my bad. Call if you if you're in the chat, tell tell me the homie's name again because dude was cool as shit. And Carl said it and called it accurate. He was like, yo, as soon as I put y'all two together. You're gonna love this dude because you, you, you he's like, I know energies, and we we put together we had a real yeah, the homie bad lad. Shout out to Bad Lad. But we 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 did a dope show that night, and son is right in line with us. Though he was about almost 10 years older than me, but he's in our vein of hip hop culture and does a lot okay. out of the out of the Rhode Island area. Uh, one of the dope questions was, and I, I'm gonna throw this to you, TJ. Okay. Carl, Carl asked, 
label versus label in a versus. Mm. What what would you go with? And now to just now before you answer though, I had to kind of preface this. It not preface, but I gave my answer, but also I kind of had to explain how though it was a very good question from the homie call. When you think about this question, you kind of can only truly think about this from the perspective of the 90s, just by way of how the label situations work. Like, mm-hmm. you remember in the 80s, there was a thousand mom and pop different labels Absolutely. here and there. Just like kind of how today is with the indie label setup, mm-hmm. there's a thousand different labels. Very, There's still majors, but the majors aren't as prominent with the exception right. of what you see on TV, at the Super Bowls, at the mm-hmm. halftime shows, shit like that. Mm-hmm. But and then when you go to the 2000s, the the labels started to decrease even more then, due to acquisitions of other, you know, people right. buying out other people, yeah, and then yeah. people discovering, rediscovering the move to go independently because the labels jerked each jerked artists. But all right. of that was generally learned within the 90s, where we right. had a solid core of hip-hop-centric, rap-centric labels. So with that all being said, choose wisely. Well, <laughs> roster-wise, right off the top, I got to go Loud. Loud had a serious roster, bro. This is why you my nigga. <laughs> I said, I said on the show, I, I, I thought about it for a second. And we threw some other matchups together, like the obvious bad boy versus death row, death right? Row versus like a like a um one of them southern like Texas things, you know, mm-hmm. cash, cash money versus no limit. But I right. said, I said loud versus the world. Yeah, man, their roster is ridiculous in terms of like legendary hip hop artists. They had Mob Deep, they had Pun. They, I mean, they had Jesus Christ. Their their roster is like a who's who of rap. You know what I'm saying? Like you look up Loud Records and their label, and you can just run down. You could do a whole show off of just their label alone, bro, and just. And be one of the best hip hop shows you've ever attended in your life. All you um, gotta do is start with Wu Tang. Wu Tang, pun, uh, pun. Like I said, pun. Wu Tang, Mob Deep. Um, shit. I mean, I, I'm, I'm. It's 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 a it's it's right on the tip of my tongue. Like it's looting me now. Like all the all the people that were signed aloud. Um, shit. I think Ice Cube was on there for a minute. Like Paul um, said, Paul said on the show, Rockefeller versus Rough Rider was his. That ooh, was kind of, okay. that was kind of an obvious one, but I, I right. think we I think we kind of hit him in the head with, I think we kind of hit him in the head with freaking Rockefeller would actually kick Rough Rider's ass in some ways, especially when you're talking about hits. And then you got to pull mm. in drag now. Drag on was had hits. He was nice, but then you're going down the line of like their roster is limited too. The Rough Riders yeah. is just really DMX and the Locks. You know what I'm saying? I mean, once you get past that, where are you going? You know what I'm saying? That's a it's yep. a limited, it's a real limited roster. Um, outside of like Def Jam, I mean, it'd be have to be Def Jam versus Loud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like Jamal, shout out to Jamal. He couldn't be here this week. Man's man's is doing his uh, 
He's doing his work. He's doing his work, but he said Def Jam versus everybody. I would do a Def Jam versus Loud Records, and then you know what? Let the let the let the marbles fall where they lay at the at the end of the day. The gauntlet would be thrown. Def Jam's label is an evenly matched too. That would be crazy evenly matched with all the heavyweights Def Jam had, but it'd have to be a Def Jam versus Loud battle for the rights to to be the king of all labels. I mean that that's just. That's just I think yeah, Loud had the alcoholics, I think, too. Like they had mad artists, yo. They had mad artists, East and West Coast bangers. Like they they just their roster is littered with legendary joints. And that's why I have to put Def Jam up there because Def Jam as a roster was crazy with the heavyweights they had. You know what I'm saying? Run DMC, LL, you know what I'm saying? Just like just the, the list goes on and on and on. So Right. My my ultimate heavyweight battle would have to be Def Jam versus Loud in a in a like a one free for all winner takes all knockdown drag out. But uh, at you WWE WWF you know brawl and shit brawl for yeah, it all type yeah. shit. And it would be a brawl like like uh, Jamal even said he no no it wasn't Jamal it was shout out to T three he said he said uh they had MOP Twister Dead Prez. And Pete Rock. And then Kurt mentioned, yeah, Rockefeller, Rock, I mean, Rough Riders had Eve. Yeah, Eve, Eve, Eve a mill, that's an easy wash win for Eve. That's, that's, right. that's yeah, that's an easy. It's not even a contest. But then I, 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 as a joke, like I pulled out, like, yo, but what if, what if Rockefeller went in the RB bag? Like with Chris John and I was gonna say, who do you have that could face off against full of smoke from Chris John? And then um they uh Bad Lab mentioned um the other dude. Uh I think it started with an R. It wasn't a I forgot what his name was, but he did the joint, I think Love You for Free. Rel Yeah, I think it was Rel. I think it was Rel. Rel that the name that's the name I can only that comes to mind with that, but Shout out to Kurt. He said, My firstborn's named Chris Jones. <laughs> Watching my life go down. <laughs> That's um, still a banger, though. I, I, I love to revisit that song every so often. Indeed. Um, yeah, but I mean, it like, I mean, Rockefeller and Rough Riders, that's it'd be more like. Who could who could go like priority maybe? Uh, uh, who else? There was priority. There was um, oh, oh um, what was the label for um when they did um when Eminem came out? Uh, Most Def, Talib Kweli, they were all on uh, um, you know what I'm talking about. The, and they did um common was on there for a quick minute. They were all I said it. I, I said it on Codex. Raucous um, versus loud. Raucous, r- raucous, yeah, raucous. Raucous records, yeah. Raucous, raucous versus loud. Raucous versus loud. He curses Tommy Boy had got some artists too. Yeah, but yeah, do Tommy we Boy. Get, do we want to get Tom Silverman paid? No, Give, no, no, that's why I I I, I, <laughs> I admittedly did, did not say Tommy Boy Records. I mean, the Beastie Boys came over later and they had De La, you know what I'm saying, and a few other top artists, but I, I just avoided them all together just because of how they shitted on people. So I wasn't going to put them in the contest at all. Yep, they had Nori too. Yeah. I didn't realize they had Nori. I forgot they had Nori and he mentioned And Nori tricked him into paying him twice because he said, 
I think he said in his own show, Drink Champs, um, he said, I want you to pay these, these, I'm using these as my, um, my agent or my manager, some shit like that. This is the people that are putting me out. And it was like, okay, we'll pay them. And that will pay them the budget. So he got his money twice as an artist and as a manager. So he, he did, he went the smart route so he couldn't get jerked, which was smart, which is really smart. But, uh, but yeah, man, that was just one of the dope questions we asked on, uh, well, Carl asked on Codex Prime. Go look that episode up. It was with me, his host, Victor Amorio, Kurt, uh, Carl Bird, Bad Lad, and myself. It was a dope time. It was a dope two hours. Uh, it could have went longer. It could have went longer. And, uh, yeah, like I said, no shots at Carl, but it was very basic questions. <laughs> that, that, no, but I'm saying that. That it's you know basic questions that have a lot of depth and and levels to answer, mm. and ultimately on some there's no true right answer. Obviously, mm -hmm. like the goat question, like we ask that we talk that stuff all the time. You know, HHDG members as we've been, you know, uh, I taught them, I taught them that 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 Nas versus Jay-Z has been banned for almost a decade in the group. <laughs> we, gave a, we gave a shout out to Disabled I gave a shout out to Disabled Planet. Disabled Planet. Nice. Times. <laughs> and they was like they was like whoa whoa hold on hold on. And I was like let me explain. Shout out to Paul. <laughs> he fucked up and it was the typo. They was like, oh, we thought it was a dig. Like, nah, it's just, nah. <laughs> it's just some silly shit that we we now turned into closing our show out with every week. Shout that and that Rodney Jurgens now. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah Rodney Jurgens. Yeah, my hand, my hands ain't as ashy today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but yeah, man. I mean, you gotta you gotta love this culture of hours of hip hop. And you gotta love rap music. And that was the other thing too. There's another question he threw out because it, it this this episode was kind of heavy on the verses, the type of matchups, the things that we've been doing in HHDG almost since inception. That's yeah, spawned, we got another contest coming up soon. Yeah, that spawned you know side groups and things like that because people got tired of those questions, whatever. But uh. We had a whole versus page, Dan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That you know, the 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 want for people to have the versus conversations out of the group then spawned our subdivision groups. All yeah. of them. So there's yep. a little history for y'all who were HHDG members, want to be HHDG members, and all of that good stuff. But um, one of the last, and this will be the last one before we uh transition to just a couple things that uh might have happened in sports. Um. He asked the producers verses. And then mm. I, you know me being the hip hop purist. I yeah, you said I, Dilla. You said Dilla no, right off the bat. No, no, no. I said, are we talking producers or are we talking beat makers? Because Ooh. everybody calls beat makers producers, producers but yeah. not every beat maker produces a track. And because right. I said, if we're talking in this differentiation, which is a legit and it is factual that there is a difference. If we're talking differences between producer and beat maker, please give me that Diddy versus Jermaine Dupree. People sleep on Jermaine Dupree heavy, thinking so so deaf wasn't that. But no, Jermaine Dupree was a producer 
He was a beat maker also. Yeah, but he produced Puffy. one of Mariah Carey's best albums ever. Like, and uh, countless hits. He's written so many damn songs. Yeah. The man's history, the man's history goes back to when he was a dancer on the Budweiser Superfest that his Fresh father, Fresh, yeah. Yeah. His father created Budweiser the Superfest, I think. It was Superfest or Fresh Fest, but his father Fresh, created Fresh. that super yeah. that that super tour of right. rap in the, in the early days. And, so, like, and the man's history is is there. And Puff is one of the best producers ever. Right, because Easy Mo B, Easy Mo B is a beat maker. He's not a producer. You know what I'm saying? And that's like where you you can get the two conflated. You know what I'm saying? Where you know Easy Mo B did that beat. That shit was tough. But Puffy's the one that produced it to make the, the song what it was. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's where the the thin line separates the two at. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, you got you to be very clear on who's the beat maker versus producer. Pete Rock is a beat maker and producer. Right. Like, Premier is a beat maker and producer. You know what I'm saying? Easy Moby is a beat maker. You know what I'm saying? Tone and um, Hoke are beat makers. You know what I'm saying? They're not producers. Well, well, no, but, but, but most of them did produce like when they started to work projects and stuff on their own. And okay. yeah, a great majority now, a lot of beat makers are producers. It's right. just, to me, it, it's that, that conversation of people conflating and, and mixing up the two in, in you know, their boy, their, their boy will be called a producer or they'll call themselves a producer just because they made a beat. Yeah, you produce Produced a beat for an artist, but did you track it? Did you track the vocals? Right. Did you mix everything? Right. That's that's where the two things. Right. Did you mix it down? Yeah. Right. And the people that aren't invested in this and really understand what goes on in said culture. Yeah. You know, know it was a good good example of that. Uh, Like Ninth Wonder was a dope beat maker that became a producer. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ninth Ninth was known for his beats like crazy. And then he eventually became the producer of his beats down the road. But he didn't have that title when he first came out. He was just a beat maker. Same with Kanye. Kanye was a beat maker first. You know what I'm saying? All them joints he did for the rock and stuff like that before he really eventually ventured out on his own and started producing his own tracks and stuff like that. So Beat makers, they start as beat makers and they eventually become or if they evolve into producers when they learn the producing side of the aspect of the business. So I get you on that. Yeah. It is really it's, easy to, to be conflated too, though. Yeah, it, it very it very much so is because in a way you are producing a beat. Like you are making it, you know, tech you're the originator. Yeah, you're the making origin it from scratch. Right, you know, and putting in the work to to mix and create the beat, but there's more to that than in a song, just than just the beat. You know, it's just like it's just like with the the just the term hip hop. Like I hate using it personally. I hate using it when it just comes to rap, because there are hip hop ma- is many, a culture, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Hip hop is the umbrella and of the culture. Right, hip hop. Hip hop is the, the the universal umbrella of said culture. Right now, you and, can say hip hop music, and that would just 
differentiate the rap because there's rap in multiple different forms of music you know and and as the culture grew and as rap grew obviously it branched out into country it branched out into even like the electric world it branched out in in the quote-unquote pop world even though we can sit here and say if we're really really breaking down to the minutiae of things hip-hop is pop because hip-hop is the popular culture hip-hop is the world's culture now yeah it, it took over everything it definitely it's, took over every it it, it it just swallowed every genre almost damn near of music, even in right. country and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely right about that. But that doesn't make that said music hip hop. It's still right. Does. Like they like the discussion is there where it's still it doesn't necessarily make it hip hop because what does that person represent culturally? And that's where that's where it really and truly sets in. What do you represent culturally when it comes to the music? Yeah, you can love rap and be a fan of rap. You could be a fan of the hip-hop culture, but do you truly live within said culture? Right. And that's why I personally, like a person like me, I take that shit personal to some effects because I live within the hip-hop culture. Yes. You know, I, it's and that doesn't mean I'm fucking sitting there trying to fuck. I'm I'm writing every day. I'm on my turntable scratching every day. Like I'm perform. No, there's more to this culture than just the actions of doing the quote unquote four elements or five or six if you want to count the fashion sense and the just lens. The, the true you know what element. I'm yes, that's the shout out to my HADG media brethren who we we. You know the homie T Smith started. We gotta get him back on the show. We gotta get him back yeah, on the yeah. show. Yeah, we're bro. gonna we're gonna we're gonna further talk more into this in the future. But the lens, he was the first one to push the lens. Is the sixth element of hip hop, and already got the cosigns by KRS One directly by f- uh, former guest of the show DJ Ralph McDaniel's directly. That yes. The, the the lens is the the true because let's think about it. No cameras in this space, we could still be the culture of poverty and 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 hard times and 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 right. you know down on your luck type of thing. Because without the camera, we would have never been able to witness. We would have never been able to, for the people that are in other parts of the country. We would have never been able to visualize. What other parts of the done. world look at Absolutely. look how other countries witness uh take to hip hop. You can see it in Japan and Europe. They love this shit, bro. Mm-hmm. And they they they're they're deeply immersed into into the culture uh mm-hmm. for a lot of them. And they don't see old school versus new school at all. They right. absorb the whole shit. They absorb right. the whole shit. There's no disparity between old rappers and young rappers to them. They accept it all, which is which is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? It's great. Right, but it's not, but it's, again, to spawn it away from just talking about the rap part. You right. Know, it's no, not, the it's dance. just about the rap. No, it's, no, they, that, when we say, when I was saying they absorb the whole culture, it's not rap. They dress, they're into the fashion the same way. They're, the, the, the dancing, all the break, all the, uh, the break dancing and the bebop and the hip, uh, the, the the whole thing, you know, the, the graffiti in Europe is bananas, yo. It's like, right. You see this shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. Red Bull 
uh, does all these uh, break beat uh, um, break dancing tournaments around the world. Like this, the culture is is engulfed uh, to the fullest around right. the world. Now, I will. Sh- I'm not shouting out the person's name, but somebody within our HHDG group. Every time something like this comes up, she always makes the statements of, "Yeah, but we don't see enough of our people benefiting off of it." There's a huge argument behind that very huge argument behind that which is it's factual to a point but also too we have to look at it from the standpoints of how support because for mm. a lot of these things to thrive and survive you got to have support behind it financial and, backing know, yeah yes and generally we talk support that is the the blanket statement for money motherfucker <laughs> money like, <laughs> sometimes you gotta pay and let's and let's keep it real when we talk the music our own people are our worst enemies at times when we think about this we as new yorkers tj when i say the word canal street or downtown <laughs> or downtown brooklyn <laughs> Do I have to truly elaborate any further? No. No, because we all know what it is. Yes, we were the detriments to our own movements in some cases. Now, bootleggers, bro. Another rabbit hole. Now, rabbit hole off of that is, okay, the bootlegging is fine because, yeah, we're keeping the money out of the quote-unquote white man's mouth who owned the labels, but you (coughs) you also stifled the artists. Right, they're not getting paid. Okay, so say they're getting 85 cents a record and a hundred thousand copies sold bootleg. You know what changed all of that though, right? Napster, Limewire, where cats were just downloading entire discographies of artists. That changed that changed the bootlegger in the street selling it. Right. Right. They they eliminated the bootlegger completely with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There was no need for that after that. Mm -hmm. Once I found out I could download De La's or Wu Tang's entire discography in like an hour or back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Where was the need to go out and go purchase it anymore? You know what I'm saying? I got all the albums I wanted. I could listen to them at any time I want. I could run that shit all day in the background and, and you have eight hours of just my favorite artist bumping throughout the entire day. So that definitely changed the, the platform and the game. And I can see how artists and the record labels, the entire industry was upset because that was a that was a, something they couldn't touch. They couldn't they couldn't make any type of money off of it. No way, shape, or form. It was completely out of their hands. Yep. And all it took was one person to actually purchase it or one person that had a mole in one of the offices and got an advanced copy and bong bong. There you go. You know what? You know what? And it just just this just came to me. Why didn't like the record labels buy Napster or buy LimeWire or something like that where they could control that? Or if they were streaming, it was getting the streams, they could make some type of profit or they should have just did that immediately and say, you know what? We got enough money. We'll just buy this shit. And when they want to stream it, they got to pay us $2 for every stream that comes out. You know what I'm saying? Because like, because at the time, nobody understood the power of the internet. Mm, you're and right. So it was it was still new to them. And let's look at just the, the progress. Yet, and shout outs to whoever mentioned it, but no no foresight. No foresight in, in, in what was going on. And um. Mm. 
and they can still do that now. And they they don't they don't do it though. They do it now. That's why that's why streaming laws became the way they were. Mm. Became the way became to what they are is what I mean to say. And right. I mean it's even to the point where even even back then before streaming, like I've made I've made I've made this comment on the show before on HHDG Media's podcast before. Like if you really think about it, like the DJ. The DJ, though it is the first, the, the, the author of this culture and the author of hip hop, I mean, it's the father. I mean, it's the first. It's if without the DJ, we wouldn't have what we have today, right? But because of streaming laws and laws in music and how it's supposed to be played, you can be a DJ. You can They've watered have, it down. No, no, listen. No, 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 no. Nothing to do okay. with that. Oh, okay. You say you are the, you know, you're the, the the regular DJ at, say, Webster Hall, right? Right. Webster Hall, as a venue who hired you as the DJ, is technically responsible for getting the permission from the labels to play the music in that space. Mm. And if you technically don't have permission from the labels, technically DJs playing at venues and things like that is not supposed to be a thing. If you look up the laws behind that, you're going to yeah, be you like, get permission. you're going to be like, what the fuck? How did, how do, but yet, but yet the double head, the double edged sword in, in all of this is without the DJ. How does your music get even get played? Get out there? Right. You know, you gotta saying? get so, you gotta get it to the street somehow. You know exactly, what I'm saying? Exactly. You gotta get it to the street somehow. Exactly. But, but going backwards real quick, because I wanted to address Kurt's comment. He said the thing about this digital music now, you can't read the inside of the CD cover no more. No. Absolutely. You just have to now dig for the credits. That's it. That's that's really it. You got to dig for credits. I used to love dig. doing that, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always oh, yeah. wanted to see what the production behind who did what, what you know, mm -hmm. how it came to be and stuff like that. That that was one of my pet. Uh, that was one of my things. Like, even when I was back in the day when I was buying cassettes. Yes, I'm dating myself. Um, uh, you would always look for the liner notes to see, like, who did the production on what. That's how you got familiar with beat makers and producers and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's how these, because there were no DJ Mustards dropping their, their name 20 times over a song and shit while it was getting played. You know what I'm saying? You didn't hear, you know, uh, Nick, uh, Don Cannon. You didn't hear that shit in the background and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? While, right. while the record was playing. Clue yelling his name out on every joint. You know what I'm saying? You didn't know who Clue was unless, you know, he had to, he had to promote himself. You know what I'm saying? So... You're right. You know, in that sense, you you to the, you want to go to the DJ who's getting the most the most airtime because that's how you're going to get heard. You know what I'm saying? That's how you're going to get heard, and that's how your shit is going to be uh, out to the masses, so people can yeah. go buy your shit later. So yeah, and 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 also too with the 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 credits and the liner notes and and just the album covers, whether it was CD, cassette, or record. That's how a lot of artists even found labels to send their work into to then eventually get on. Exactly. 
you read everything <laughs> down to the address of who shipped the shit. <coughs> and, exactly. And that's that's how you discovered who distributors were. That's how you discovered where the record labels were, so you can go up there and be stand outside. Yo, listen to my demo. Yeah, people would mail their demos in all the time because they they had to read the liner notes. Yeah, or walk to the places and hand that shit to anybody walking in the building. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 musical industry, you know, a lot of it is tied to just the 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 origins. And even but but today, the beauty of today is, is, in my opinion, besides the streaming aspect, the streaming aspect is is great. Because the access, the accessibility, right to music, right. The downfall is once the labels finally caught on and caught up, the pay still remains the same, but worse. Yeah, and that's that's the problem. That's the problem. Before we get into that, I was going to say for the younger heads, go go listen to EPMDs. Please listen to my demo. That is a whole breakdown on how. How they got started and what they what it took for them to get signed, they broke yeah. that shit down to the to who they sat down with to get to get signed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, yep, yep, yep. But I mean, with all of that being said, though, within the hip hop culture and within the space of rap music, we've gotten several different styles, as I mentioned earlier, and. In current times, it's rearing its ugly head by way of violence. But I've always kind of thought, in my personal opinion, it's it's not always the music to blame for said violence. It's a double is standard. The, it's the is the music influential in in starting violence? Yes, absolutely. And it can be, but the same thing goes for, and and as it says, the same music, let me see if it's it's Jamal, shout out to Jamal again. He said, the same music, movies, and video games are all available in every goddamn country in the world, but only only one can't get right. Systemic violence is a result of culture. And that's where we wanted to get into because this conversation, um, shout out to TikTok. I forgot his name. I'm not scrolling through TikTok right now. He posted up a thing about what we all in New York for sure heard about. Eric Adams sat down with a bunch of drill rap, drill music style rappers from Brooklyn, from across the city, actually, not just from Brooklyn, but majority was from his borough of Brooklyn uh, to discuss the violence in music and the effects on the music, quote unquote, causing violence. Now, this ain't new. This isn't new. Nor is this a direct correlation or derivative of the hip hop culture and rap music. Because stuff like this has been going on in multiple lanes of music. I mean, we could go back to how they used to think rock albums there were certain album there were certain groups that had messaging that when you play the album in reverse you could hear certain things and people would take to it 
you know, Jimi Hendrix has even quoted that music is one of those things that you can manipulate people with. We work off of sound. We work off of frequency as people, as humans in general. Like there are things that that can be documented and noted that music can strike certain people in certain ways that may trigger certain emotions that cause certain things. Put you it know, like I this, mean, Dan. music is used to make people dance. Put it like this. Where will we be if there was no music? This place would be a fucking mess, bro. Yeah. It, to a point. Music, music of any genre, of all genres, moves people to be motivated to do all kinds of shit to move forward in their lives. Like, to get through a tough work day, you know, to deal with some stress you're dealing with personally, you know, to 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 calm your ass down. You know what I'm saying? Going through heartbreak, you know, a recent breakup, you know, with your girl type shit, you know, you for being in love, all that shit, bro. Music encompasses all of those feelings and puts you in a mood for a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it does. It doesn't inspire me to go pick up a Mac 10 and start spraying the fucking block though. You know what I'm and, and that's and that's where and that's where I wanted to lead into is this that it's it's not just it's mu- music music can be responsible for a number of things as you just mentioned. Emotionally it can drive you in certain ways, but it is not the fault of everything, and especially when it comes to rap as it says it, it's not the music. American culture at large is to blame. Guns and war valued over life. We see that on a daily basis when we're talking about war. Right. You know, when we're talking about war. Why is this country, why is this country's budget for, for defense so fucking large when the same budget could help millions of homeless people out of poverty? It could help the middle class get situated and get right. It could, you know, I mean, obviously it helps the rich, but the rich mm-hmm. aren't the ones that are in these spots screaming about poverty, screaming about things like that. And we'll take it back to the whole drill scene and shit in Brooklyn in general, with, with you know, when it comes to Adams and who he was talking to. Think about the neighborhoods like Brownsville, like a Red Hook. Like Bed the style. pink houses, bed style, yeah. like yeah, you know what I'm Pennsylvania saying? Like Ave, Jesus Christ, yeah, yo, like it's it and and really take a walk around the neighborhoods if you're brave enough. <laughs> just keep it funky. If you're brave enough, Facts. think about Facts. think about the quote unquote stick up kid. Think about you know, think about the, the stick up kid from back in the day. The music wasn't telling them I got to go get this motherfucker for for this money. Now maybe the music got them amped to do it, you know, as a yeah, former athlete, the, yeah. I I used music all the time to get me ready for my meets. But when you think about the neighborhood in general, you think about the situations that either some people got themselves in or some people some people tried and never had opportunity to strive and get above and are stuck in these positions. The means a of lot, some, of, a lot was, of these things are yeah. within 
the the lacks of opportunity to where you're getting a lot of this violence. You're getting goes, a lot of right. You're, you're getting a lot of drug selling. You because of opportunity. How many people you think probably went for a job and went for several jobs, decent paying jobs that oh no, your look or your name didn't allow you to get a job. Right. Right. The means for survival has nothing to do with music, bro. You know, you you got to get it the best way you know how. Now, you try to do it the straight and narrow way, <clears throat> that doesn't work out for you or your opportunities are very limited, like you said. So you like, it's like they forced my hand, you know what I'm saying? So I had to do what I had to do to put food on my table, keep money in my pocket, to keep a roof over my head. Now, the music add, maybe added to it, but that was that wasn't in their mind when they were going to commit the act of whatever that is, what they were doing. Look, everybody knows the movie Scarface and, you know, that lifestyle and, you know, how he got on. That didn't start the whole entire hood to go out and just start copping bricks and shit. You know what I'm saying? That that wasn't, you know, that was a violent life. You didn't want to live that shit. You know what I'm saying? You just wanted the, you just wanted the, the end result. You didn't want the means to get to that end result, though. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you're absolutely right with that, man. The music yeah. enhanced what? it a little bit. But it, it wasn't it wasn't the thought process in their head. Oh, if I listen to this, I gotta go out and, and go snatch no, right, right. verses today. Now, now influence is there. Yes, Inf it can be influential, but that is not it's not the cause. Right. And this is this is what I've been trying to say, but not really saying it in, in some of these comments on threads and things like that that I've been seeing. It's like it's not cause for influence. Yes, it can influence somebody because it can say, yeah, you know, like a, I, I'll give you like a, I watch, you know, you watch the movie Pimps Up, Hose Down or something. Damn, now I'm curious about prostitution. Let me see what that's like. No, let me see what, let me see what trying to get a prostitute is like. Let me see what pimping is like because I seen this is how it was done on this movie. You know, it influenced you. Right. But what was but what was some of the other causes behind you even attempting to want to try to become a pimp? Right. You might have been down out on your luck, but you know some women that you can ma manipulate mentally into working for you or you're a woman working the street. Damn, I tried to get a job. I got fired. They're not going to they're not going to hire me for this, that and the third. I got disability but I'm not making enough money with disability. I still got a family to support. Yada, right. yada. Like the rabbit holes within these discussions are far bigger than just the media that you see. Exactly. Listen, I can listen to Ice Cube's death, death certificate. Doesn't mean I'm going to just start randomly walking up to white people and smacking the shit out of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, if you do that, that's on you. <laughs> that's on you. You know what I'm saying? You're responsible. The consequences after. <laughs> right. Right. It, you, like you said, it can influence. Doesn't mean you're going to just go randomly start doing acts of violence and shit like that. It, it doesn't mean that's where, where, like you said, go down that rabbit hole. It's not. It, and and TVs and movies do the exact same thing, but they don't they're not held to the same standards as music is, which is amazing because you're watching and witnessing the violence firsthand right in front of you. You know what I'm saying? So if that ain't the major influence right there, how is music held to a higher standard than that? Right. And 
and like I, I wanted to stem back to this one that Jamal mentioned. He said they rock drill music hard in London and Paris. Hell, the UK claims drill is theirs to a to a point, just on the musical aspect. Mm-hmm. You almost can push it towards them, though we we kind of claim it here. It came from Chicago, but if you listen to grime style music, it is kind of where that sound came from, roughly. It is kind of where that sound, but taking them, excuse me, taking that, you know, the UK and, and overseas, for instance, or and even here, Brooklyn, Chicago, things like that. S- Chicago specifically, you take the GDs and the BDs. You're now talking about gang culture. Right. And then the rabbit hole now gets deeper and even bigger because you out there, you want to blame the you want to blame the music, but then you're, you're using the music to almost dismiss well the gang culture aspect of things. And then the when ga- you think and then when you think about the gang culture, how did they even get into the points of becoming said gangs then you got to get to the roots of them think i was going to say that think about cripping and cripping and crips and bloods community community response and progress crips it started off as a community response organization that yes certain things happened to where it became bloodshed violence and things of that nature but ultimately the the origins was to protect the neighborhood because opportunities were low to try to give, you know, black, think about Black Panthers. They look at Black Panthers as a terror organization. Black Panthers was a, an organization started to protect their neighborhoods. They were doing right. free lunch programs in the during the year and in the summer. Like they were actually taking care of the community. Right. They were actually taking care of community. And then like, it, it brings to like this comment here. I wonder if politicians listen to the same kind of music as when they tell you to support the troops as they do when they ignore homeless vets. Not trying to make it a political military convo at all, fellas, just my two cents. There's layers in that also because I, I brought that comment up because of the politics behind it. When you think about the Black Panthers, and and then how things turned in that way, or you think about Crips and how things turned, politics played a huge part in that because you got at the time when you looked at black folks a certain way, you still looked at us as three fifths of humans. You you looked at us as savages and animals, not understanding said collectives who yes also was arming themselves. To pro- just to protect their neighborhoods, you were out there telling people that look at these animals, look at these savages, treating these people as if they were animals and savages. And that was a derivative maybe uh, that caused some of the violence. The political aspect of, of America this is just the American way. And then like you mentioned, and I, I got to rest in peace to uh, the dude Keenan from uh, um, All Podcasts Matter. But on his show, they mentioned something like this. If America actually cared about its troops and actually took care of their troops who, quote unquote, took care of the country, protected the country, there would be no need for a wounded warriors project. Right. 
Think about there, that. There would be no need for the average American person to have to we got to take care of our families and do what we can do off of the, for in some cases, limited incomes that we have. But now you want us to donate more of the money that you already as a government taxed us to these organizations that you can now tax to help out troops that you allegedly promised to help for life once they're all said and done. Nobody talks about that stuff. But they want to turn around and blame, oh, you know, uh, uh, freaking, uh, what's, ah, damn, what's the, I forgot the kids' names, but I love bringing up the aspect of, um, who, uh, Fulio and, uh, I forgot the other kid's name. I'll get it. But they, kids in Jacksonville, you want to bring up the kid who br- did the song Who I Smoke and was talking about this crew in this crew on this side of Jacksonville and how many people they killed. And then Fulio turns around and talks shit about their crew and who their crew have killed and things like that. You're not talking about the things that even put these people in those situations where they're talking about, they smoke this person's pack or they smoke that person's pack. Why are they even in those situations? Yet you as a government, why are you not talking about the guns that you allow cross borders into states and into the hands of these people? But now you want to start multiple state, multiple state task force to stop the entrances of guns into your state. Come on, Dan. We know the real reason behind that. Exactly. We're not. We're not. Nobody's going to take accountability for that. But you know, populate, th- populate. There's no reason that we have a, a alcohol, tobacco, and firearms joint if the if the drug culture wasn't so big. It's all about money. Do we really need a DEA, a drug enforcement agency? You know, if if they could stem that, the government can stem anything they want at any time they want. They can, they have the ability to just shut everything down. We've seen it. We've Dude, seen it. If, when if you but if it's making national, that money, then you, then why stop that? When you go to the national defense budget alone, billions, bro, maybe trillions of trillions. dollars right, at this point. I'm 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 looking it up. I'm looking it up now. What's what's the national? I'm looking it up. What's the national defense budget for tw- 2022? Is seven hundred and fifteen billion dollars? Damn! Damn! Seven hundred and fifteen billion dollars. Our country's defense budget is greater than the next ten countries combined. This is culture. This is the American fucking way. Well, it, when you found a country on violence, bro. This is what it is. If the country is founded on violence, right? Then, but, right. But, you know, but this is what you, you get. Want to point the, but you want to point the finger at music, right? Well, it's a distraction. They want to distract you from the real thing. You know what I'm saying? They got to mm-hmm. set up something over here so you're not worried about the main shit going on over there. So everybody exactly. likes to that's point why, a finger. Yeah, that's why everybody Cosby couldn't to- buy NBC. <laughs> That's why Cosby couldn't buy NBC because of fucking distractions. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm yo, I'm mad you brought that up. 
it's it's all distractions, man. They 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 show you one thing because because they sweeten the pot over here so they can do what they really want to do over there, bro. It's just just to pacify the masses. It's 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 all it is is a pacifier. Mm-hmm. You talking too much, stick a titty in his mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you want to do this too much, stick a pacifier in his mouth. And you know what man, I'm saying? Man or woman, you're not really yeah. complaining much with a titty in your no. mouth. No, I'm sorry. No, no, <laughs> because you know what. I'm satisfied at that point in time. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I mean, the the ones that are really pulling the strings, man. They're like, oh, we, to pull this off, we need to we need to take the focus off our shit so we can pull this off. So, what what do we have to set up and make something grand on a grand scale where we get people to stop talking about this? And that's what they do. And that's how it always will be until, you know, somebody says enough. And like I always tell people, everybody's got a number. And once you hit that number, you're going to sign, you're going to cash that check, brother. And be like, you know what? It's not my problem anymore. Fuck it. Million dollar man said it best back in the day. Everybody's got a price. Everybody. Everybody. It's it's true to a point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Some people morally might not take that dollar. Like we mentioned with, we mentioned with rap before and how music had to get paid. Payola was a real thing. Many people used to wave that bag in front of DJ's faces. Yo, I need you to play my shit. And like, I'm just going to say shout out to Funkmaster Flex because I've heard his name mentioned on a few pods recently where people said, yo, I've tried to give Flex a bag to play my joints. And he was like, no. If the shit is hot, I'm playing it. If it's not, that's it. You know, that's how it's supposed to be with a certain set of morals. Well, he you took know? the bag early on to get where he's at, so he could say no No, 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 no. That man grinded to get to where he was at. He started from a crate carrier and shit like that. He did, he did. But, you know, then you have, like, uh, in recent times, within sometimes towards the, last, the end of the year, I seen a post from the DJ Drewski talking about, you know what, I'm not going to play drill music anymore that's promoting violence. Good on you. That's a good stance to take if that's what you feel. Right. Because, yes, it can be influential. And especially within the culture that we're in now where, quote, unquote, everybody feels that they're an influencer. If that's what you feel is right to do to to make a change, do that as far as an influencer. But we as a people stop pointing the finger at the easy thing. Stop pointing the finger at the surface level, the umbrella right. of you, that's what's going on is you're pointing the finger at the, the easy surface level thing of it's the music, it's rap music. Excuse me, y'all. It's rap music. It's rap music. It's ra- it's bigger than rap. Def- Dead Press said it. It's bigger than hip hop. It is. It is bigger than hip hop culture. It is bigger than rap music as a whole. It's bigger than country music as a whole. It's bigger than rock music. Like I pulled up an article just doing a little bit of research within this topic. And as I scroll through this, like, let me get to one of them. Uh, Let me get to one of them. There was uh, the number 10 on this list. The song is called Gloomy Sunday. And I'm going to look this up and listen to it to see if it makes me commit suicide, even though we talked about that before. 
<laughs> but and, and I'll give you I'll give you a couple paragraphs off of this thing. It says in 1932, Gloomy Sunday was written by the pianist and composer. I think it's Renzo Ceres. It has been connected to more suicides than any other song in Hungary alone. The song is linked to at least 18 deaths. The Damn. song is of a man singing to his dead lover whom he missed terribly, asking her to join him at his own funeral as he planned to take his own life in order to be reunited with her. This tragic song is set to a melod uh, melancholy C minor. There was so much hysteria surrounding Gloomy Sunday that the BBC banned playing it up to 2002. It also was banned in France and England. Time magazine published an article linking the song to several deaths. Some of the suicides that have been linked to Gloomy Sunday are that of shoemaker Joseph Keller, who left a suicide note quoting the lyrics. Victims that were found clutching the lyrics in the Dan Danaby River. The suicide attempt of Jerry Flanders, who hired a soloist to play the song for him, and was stopped only moments before he was going to drink poison. And a 13-year-old boy that hung himself with the song lyrics folded up in his pants pocket. See, now we're talking about 1932 where that's all you had to do probably was listen right. to a record <laughs> and things like that. And so still, it doesn't, it doesn't read to me that the song caused the suicides it no, these people were lost them. already they didn't get the yeah. proper help they needed you know what i'm saying they, yeah. they didn't have anybody to turn to to help them with their problem and that's usually what happens they, they reach out or somebody doesn't take them as seriously as it, as as they're making it seem and then they they take the matters into their own hands because these people are dying to be heard somebody they just wanted somebody to understand their problem where they're coming from what they're dealing with. They they need an ear. They need somebody to say, hey, man, it's not as bad as you're making it. You know what I'm saying? There's worse things going on. And you can contribute and be a positive in somebody else's life. We need you here. You know what I'm saying? And you yeah. know, but you yeah. know, situations and, and circumstances dictated otherwise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like like in, in this article it goes to say like there's one that says like the band the band slayer was being blamed for the the murder of somebody probably because a person was listening to slayer and where it was influenced Freaking they didn't go into the per they didn't go into the person being upset already by w whatever happened right 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 see and and as it says this this one says leroy smith says van slayer held gun to his head during during may of 2014 Leroy Smith III killed and dismembered his father, 56-year-old Leroy Smith Jr., in the in the Canard Street apartments in Maine. Leroy admitted to authorities that he stabbed his father in the head and neck. After murdering his father, he cut him into pieces and placed the body parts in trash bags. He was initially deemed mentally incompetent and placed in, in a psychiatric facility. And that... That, those issues go deeper than any song ever played, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, this man was dealing with a lifelong issue with his father, apparently, and it came to a head. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yet they, but yet people 
who choose to not want to understand or again even point the, the point the finger at themselves in the mirror get mm-hmm. the blame off of me put it in the, put it on the music get, the, like get a... the blame off of me politician who writes these laws against certain things happening or you know this just think about how many how many how many damn laws are written or not signed off on in America by politicians that can give aid to millions of people, yet they don't sign it because there might not be a little piece of a kickback written in the law for them. It goes back to if it is not benefiting me or what I want, then it's not getting passed. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's like the person complaining who killed his family, but then complains that he's an orphan type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you created this scenario, bro. You you you've manifested this scenario or, or this uh, this this idea in your head of why you need to do this. And the song didn't put you over the top. The song was just playing as you committed the act. You know what I'm saying? You already had made up your mind. In yeah, some cases, already... absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. The song was just like you said. Like I said, the song was just to warm me up and get me ready to throw. When I was right. throwing at track and field, that's right. why the Iron Man album I I hold it so dearly because that Iron Man album was my soundtrack into every meet that I was throwing in. Mm-hmm. It didn't make me throw. It didn't make me throw better. Did it get me get my blood going and get me hype? Yeah, got you in the right because, frame of mind because that's what I utilized it for. I didn't t- I didn't listen to freaking one. I didn't listen to freaking uh, Daytona 500 to say, yes, I need this to throw 40 plus feet and shot put. No, I just needed it to get me going. That's what got me going. Right. You got to do what you're going to do regardless. You know what I'm saying? That yes. didn't influence me into throwing shot put. Just like a Slayer song isn't going to influence me to say, you know what? I got to go kill this motherfucker. Will it get you hyped to do it? Possibly and get you, but you made your mind up already that you were going to go chop your father up. Yes. Which is fucking sad. And that's right. why you landed into an institution. But the song didn't say, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm banging my head to fucking Pantera's Walk, which is one of my favorite joints. Rob Van Dam's old entrance uh, theme song in ECW, by the way. But I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not listening to fucking I'm sitting here listening to walk and now all of a sudden I got to get up and just go punch somebody in the face because the song maybe told me to. No. No. You already had it made up in your mind that you were going to go punch that person in the face. Right. The you song as a, got you hyped to go punch them in the yes. face. <laughs> like you you as a you as a drill rapper now this is where the, the, the opposite end is. As I mentioned, uh, Fulio and, and the other kid's name, uh, which I forgot. Oh, his name was Young and Ace. That's what it was. Young and Ace versus Fulio. So you write a song in retaliation talking about all the people that your crew have killed. If I'm on the other end of the crew and it's like on the other side of this, this beef and I'm hearing the song talking about, yo, they did this to this person, they did that to per- that person. I understand the retaliation. It's not saying it's right, but I, I get why you might retaliate via song 
and or via because that song, oh, now you're disrespecting me to my face for the world to see mm -hmm. influence. That doesn't tell me I'm going to go do still, but that might influence me to be like, you know what? Now I got to turn up on you. Right. But it falls right. back on influence. Right. If your mind's made up to do something, you're going to do it. If yes. your mind is made up to do something, you're going to do it. And no matter who or what somebody says is not going to change. We've seen it all the time. You can't change people's minds once they're focused, once they're settled on something. Some, you know yeah, what I'm some people, you're right. But like Kurt said, back in the day, we used to play Lucini before we go into stores to shoplift Ralph Polo. <laughs> because, of how they, because how they were running, running in the videos. Lucini's, Lucini, it was getting, getting us hyped. Just like, I mean, just like, and you bring that, the Polos, like, you bring that to the low lives in Brooklyn. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you bring that to, you know, that, that whole crew. Niggas was doing that because... People were making that as, quote, unquote, the thing to do, the thing to have, the thing to obtain. And then you take a person out of freaking bed style. You take a person out of fucking Red Hook and say, damn, but I ain't got the money to do it. because right. and, and I'm not getting the opportunity to get the, to, to get the money to, to buy to, that. To buy that, right. Right. So the influences of the influencers showing you yo this is opulence this is what we this is what you gotta rock this is what it gets people jealous that didn't make me do it because i can still sit here and get jealous all i want that doesn't mean i'm gonna run into a macy's and clean a rack out right but they already had made their mind up they were doing that earlier in the day bro you know what right. i'm saying that's what i'm saying they that's already was saying. like yo we're going to hit macy's for all the load today right and, you know and then the iron and then the, even the irony of talking about them, shout out to all the low life members and all of that. It's turned into a positive eventually. You know, all that boosting and shit, like those days aren't the same anymore. You know? And if you even talk to some of them, they were doing it because that was the hot shit at the time in some cases. Right. But also where they came from, poverty setting in, uh, 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 just the, the lack of. Right, the lack and of that's all the, it is. The, the lack of they wasn't rhyming about it and saying, Yeah, we're this is what we're gonna do. This is what we they rhymed about what they used to do, telling you the stories. You know what I'm saying? And they're not positively promoting it, saying go out and do that shit. They're not you know yeah. what I'm saying? Exactly. They're not promoting that, saying, Yo, yo, I did it, so can you. You know what I'm right. saying? They're not doing it's that. <laughs> and, and and we'll cap this dope discussion off of this. That's the reason why Jay-Z said Hove did that. So hopefully you don't have to go through that. Right. Look at this. And 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 when you really dig into, into Jay and lyrics and stuff like that, and you hear people from the stories from the people around him, dude was really living that life. And that's the difference in a lot of some in a lot of some of these raps, you know, I mean, we could say that difference in, in drill today where, yeah, these kids are actually living out the wild violence that they're talking about. That doesn't make it right. But what some level-headed people should do with the messaging is, is say, damn, you're like, yo, is that wild? 
Is that crazy? Like, nah, maybe, nah, maybe that's not where my life needs to be. You right. know, I'm I'm famous for telling people all the time for all my people who never call me on a Saturday to go hang out. I'm up late at night watching lockup. One, because it was entertaining, but two. It was a reminder and a lesson to myself. <laughs> I did not ever want to go straight up and down. You don't look good in orange, right? You know what I'm saying? I, nope, I'm not going to be the pretty nigga in pink stripes in jail. Nope, nope. All this ass that I got. Nope. nope, my ass is too big to be in jail. Cause niggas have tried to have a field day with me, and it ain't. Happening. You don't have the free time to waste like that. You know what I'm saying? That's that's time. No, the the one time. thing you can you can never get back, right? We always talk about this. Time yep. is undefeated, right? You'll never get it back. Seconds. What we're doing right now, we could be doing something else, whatever. We're never getting this back as we move forward. So, what you do with the remaining time you have while you're still here is so important to where to to achieve what you want to get where you want to be and how you want to do it but if you don't create the plan and then work that plan you'll never you're always going to be where you're at you know what i'm saying you're always going to be where you're at unless you yeah. do something to move forward yeah and that's and that, it and yes and it's it's still crazy that even with you can enact all the plans and motions that you want you still need support behind it, whether it's financially or physically or emotionally. You still need support. You know what, Dan? You still, that's you the still you still need opportunity. That's the and one thing people is the one thing that people don't talk about. Fail to realize that nothing is done by themselves. Nobody's gotten anywhere by themselves. You know what I'm saying? Whether you got uh, opportunity or, or or some kind of help. You, you fail to recognize that as you're moving forward to get into where you go sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Well, I did this. Yeah, you did it. And we're proud of you for doing it. How you got there is the key. You know what I'm saying? Did somebody open up this door for you? Did somebody lend you $20 so you can make it downtown for the a job interview? Did somebody hit you off with a tie so you can go, you know, did somebody help you out with your resume? Whatever the case may be, that is support. That is help. You didn't do it by yourself. Whether you read a book, that was help. Whether you saw something on a TikTok or YouTube, that was still help. You still got the help that you was looking for because it was something you didn't know before to get where you needed to go then. You know what I'm saying? So that, that shit all boils down to support is yep. what, exactly what you're saying, man. Yep. I, I, and, I'm wholeheartedly with that. And, and it's even deeper, and I'll repeat it again as I just said a minute ago, opportunity. Opportunity to be able to strike in said plans and said actions and things like that. You still need opportunity. Just like there's certain opportune times that you can use to go out and kill somebody, you, you need those opportune times to be able to land a job. You need the opportunity to be able to land a job. You know, how many, you know, it's like, think about how many jobs you put applications for and none of them called you back. Right. You still need, so, and so when you think just that aspect alone, you put in 20 applications last week to different jobs 
one calls you back. You get that one call back, but don't get a second call back. You do this and it becomes a vicious cycle for two, three, four months. Sometimes in some people's cases, even a year. Right. You have the you have the 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 mental and 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 just the, the ability the fortitude, yes. Yeah. The mental fortitude to be able to save and and have the education and understand how, how to save. And you saved a few thousand dollars from your last job to cover you and help you maintain this now six-month layoff of no work because nobody's calling you back. Your funds are now depleted. What do you do? Some people don't know how to turn. Where right. it's some people don't know how to turn to, you know what? There is government assistance out there. A lot of people don't turn to it because of pride. And don't talk and, about that. And, don't talk and, about that, bro. <laughs> pride, pride is a motherfucker. Pride can it be is. a pride is a it, it can be a positive or could be a death sentence at the worst cases. Pride can, pride can kill and pride of turning into not nah, I never want to live off welfare I don't want to have to go to the soup kitchen you know what fuck it I'm going to go out here and start robbing cats right because of opportunity and lack of and when the they do get the opportunity it was right place right time right sometimes that's the saying? Some, right yeah yeah that's one of the sayings but that's what it, it does happen in that way sometimes. Right. You know, it does happen that way where it's right. It timing, the universe aligning, frequencies lining up for you. Whatever the case may be, it just may be your day. Football, any given Sunday. All of those things. Yeah, because if you were good at it, you'd be able to do it on a consistent level. You know what I'm saying? And that's the exactly, hard part. Exactly. That's the hard part. You can't repeat that sometimes. You just can't repeat it. It's something that exactly. you cannot do. Exactly. It's and and then it goes back to influence. Like you think about some of these musicians, they try to talk about, or you know, or let's let's look at it from this standpoint. They'll take you'll take the famous athlete the famous musician, the famous movie star, and they'll do these sit-down discussions with people, which ironically, as the way I'm talking about this, I am doing a panel discussion with people who are in certain, I'm going to get people who are in certain fields to try to help people understand what it takes to get to where they are. Mm -hmm. But you got to still understand let people understand when you're having these sit down discussions, you're having these panel discussions, you're giving positive messaging through your social media. Shit, The Rock. Perfect example. Oh, yeah. One of, one of the most master motivators out there and is where he is for a reason. But also got to where he is due to opportunity. Right. And you got to strive to be consistent, though. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep the work in every day in and day out. It's not going to be rainbows and fucking sunshine every day. But, you know what I'm saying? But, but within that, a lot of those types of people love to deliver that messaging. And 
tell a person like us, tell people like us, this is what you got to do. This is what you should do. This is what you should look forward to. You can do everything in that messaging to a T. And still not work out. And still and not it work still out. Yeah. doesn't work. It still might not pop because people just don't believe in you. So here's my thing, right? People read all these self-help books and all these, you know, motivational books. It worked because it worked for that self-help person because that's what they did and it worked for themselves. It's yes. not gonna be <laughs> yes. it's not gonna it's not gonna be able you and that person are different people. And, and your circumstance might be similar, but it's not going to be the exact same. And you're not going to get the exact same opportunities that they had because their situation was completely different than yours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's that it's, it's literally that it's yeah, because they went through and they did. That's what worked for them. Them now, if exactly. You can take pieces out of it and apply it to your life. Right. Hopefully, hopefully, it works for you. I right. get just that there alone, like hip hop karaoke. I we went to the one in Jersey. Shout out to Man Deep and Afate. We went to two of them, and I was like, "Yo, Staten Island could use something like this." Yeah, I went to them. I asked them, like, yo, do you mind if we run with this out here? They was like, yo, it's hip hop. Go ahead. Because this is how I did it. And Mandeep told me I, I he was going to the one that was happening in, in Manhattan all the time. Mm -hmm. He went and talked to the people who created it over there. Like, yo, I want to bring this to Jersey. They told him it's hip hop. Go right ahead, man. Run with it. Those people showed love to him. He came out and showed love to ours, the first one. Yep. Right? I found the opportunities by way of a venue. Paid for the space and all of that. Did it. The first one was a great turnout. You was there. You helped yeah, with the camera that day. Yeah, you know? that shit was lovely. And, and, and then the next one came. Support went down. Then the next one came. Support went down. The last one came. Bad business on the venue owner at the time. Mm -hmm. Support support came through in different ways. Shout outs to Sarah and Gina who helped us land the last spot in breakneck speed. A matter, and I'm talking a matter of eight hours before we were supposed to start. We was able to land another thing. But support. Right. Stopped, stopped it. That's the reason why I stopped doing it because people in Staten Island didn't come out. Not to talk about said hip hop legend who died just recently. Their family was at one of our events. Came, brought that idea to them, and then it became this person and friends trying to do a hip hop karaoke out here. I influenced. I helped influence. But did it take off the same way? No, because it was only one event. So influence was there. Right. Opportunities to continue wasn't there because the support wasn't there. All these connective tissues to just what we've been talking about today, it stems deeper than just the music. The music Absolutely. brought us all together 
in unity because we wanted to hear some dope shit and have fun. Right. But that didn't, the music didn't make me reach out to them to say, yo, we want to do the hip hop karaoke. It was the dope idea of the hip hop karaoke in general and right. my want to. Right. Their mu the music being played didn't tell me I have to do this. It was a dope idea that said, yo, let's try this because I wanted to. And a lot of these things stem and boil down to self. It's not all the time. Simple. It's still all not the, the simple answer because the rabbit hole in this whole conversation, there's multiple rabbit holes that can go for fucking miles and miles and miles and days and days and days. We could circle this, this world several times over and still find more things and situations in levels and layers that are the roots of most of these problems. But when you got these politicians sitting there trying to place the blame on just the music and finding ways to ban said music, you're taking the easy way out. You're taking the blame off of what you as a government have been allowing to happen. Right. Allowing to happen multiple ways for the results of what you're hearing and seeing. It's we had a dope hour conversation about it, TJ, but we still we we scratched the surface, yeah, and maybe two or three level layers underneath, yeah, and we still didn't get to the. Uh, we could do it. We could do the rest of the year about this, bro. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We could take it piece by piece, and, and still find more and new answers. And ironically, a lot of it all boils down to the same things. And I, I think it, simply those words of opportunity, support, motivation, and influence. Right. Motivation and influence. Yes, we can say music can influence. But a person, a supporting a person that can prevent that person from doing. Even right. when you put all these different plans and you, even when you can put all types of help and assistance and no matter well, how many hotline numbers you put out there no matter well, that's that's all people want somebody to believe in them right that that's yeah. that's the that's the main thing somebody yeah. put the battery in my back and believed in me and said I could do it right and then I went out and did it you know what I'm saying right. that's what you that's what it boils down to you know what I'm saying that, that and it goes back to like you said the support. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Somebody believed in me, gave me this opportunity uh, to say, "Yo, I believe in you, my man. Let's go out there and get that shit." You know what right. I'm saying? I'm gonna be on your back about it until you do it. Type shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And but and on the it's violence up to you. end, yeah, right. Yeah. On the violence end, yeah. but on the, on the violence end, even if somebody puts the battery in your back, you still gotta go do it. Right, and and if like you're the you're the weak minded person who's one of the underlings in a gang, while the OG tells you, "Yo, go smoke this fool." Do you do you do it in preservation of your own life, because the OG have you smoked, right? Because you didn't follow their rules, or do you do it because ultimately it's like you know what. 
I want to do this shit because you have your reasonings behind it. Right. All in all, you can have people tell you, tell you whatever they want to tell you. It's what you want to hear. Is it what you want to hear? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but you still got to say yes or no. That's, it still, still comes still down gotta... to you. You're right, the individual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yep, yep. And then it says America has America has summits about cruel messaging in the music. Also, America allows Klan rallies with no problem. He has different aspirations beyond the top seat in the city. I, this, they're talking about the mayor. Right. Me. His face <laughs> doesn't necessarily match his base. Remember from whence he comes. It's yeah. I mean. All that is valid. So so much of this shit, so much of this shit, you can just look in the mirror and say, what do you want to do? How do you want to improve your life? But even with that said, it's still, it's just that vicious circle of, I want to do this. You still got to be afforded the opportunities within this country you still got to have the capital because we are a capitalist society and it's fuck you. I got to get, I got to get mine. If you get yours, you got yours, whatever, but I got to get mine. Ultimately. Mm-hmm. And it's just, this it's the selfish capitalist world that we live in. Like if we would have stripped money from this, like I would people, I, there would still be people out there that still want to rob and steal and have more. Than. Absolutely. But I, I, Absolutely. I think we as a people would work better off of a barter system. Hey, I'll help you build this house, your house, if you come help me build mine. And we all can live comfortable together. Right. I, I would love a society like that. Because the I problem is, mine. the problem is when you build your house and then it's time for you to help out, you're like, nah, man, I'm good. You know that's, what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> and, 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 and that there is the is just a stem of a lot of our problems as people. Yep. I don't give a yep. fuck what Bible, what book of religion you pick up, what book of self-help, what book of fuck self-help, go get this money you pick up. Still comes down to the individual. And I yep. think that's it, TJ. I think it, it's, it's still individual. And that's yeah, that. it, it always comes down to the individual. Yep. Are you going to cross that line? Are you going to cross that line at the end of the day? You know what I'm yep. saying? And are you ready to accept the repercussions that come with crossing that line? There you go. There you go. Back to the rabbit hole of gang violence. <laughs> you want to be you want to be out there causing destruction and mayhem, but you're doing Karma. that with you're doing that with the understanding of you're going to land in prison possibly. Karma will yeah. find you, bro. Karma will death. find you. Yeah. But enough solving the world's problems. We we solved one point, I mean point zero zero one percent of the world's problems in this conversation. This was dope. You know what to do. This was dope. I did. And like you said, we could talk about this for the rest of the year, and definitely it needs to be spoken about more than once here or anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? We need to keep repeating this so it gets somebody gets it gets through to somebody you know what i'm saying but this was a dope conversation i love it shout out to everybody who commented today in the comments love it 
love our uh, people uh, contributing as always. Uh, like Dan said, hit the uh, hit hit the QR code to find out about uh, the Starting Five podcast and all the platforms we're available on. Shout out to you, Mayor. This was a dope show. Shout out to Jamal. See you next week, brother. And uh, great show, bro. Yeah, for real. And we're going to have more conversations like this, you know, because the vision for this show was never just sports, though for our first six years, it was 95% all sports. But this platform was never made for just sports. You know, we got to we got to talk about everything. You gotta evolve. This yeah, this, this is what this platform is for: is to have these conversations about everything. You guys are always invited to come on at all times. If you got topic ideas, hit us up directly or hit that QR code. If you ever want to be on the show, got hit the QR code or talk to one of us directly. It's just that easy. It next is. Next week, next week we got. I'm. We're gonna come up with something something interesting like this because you know hey we could talk about basketball basketball is such a daily sport that we could talk about that on the whim or just a fart of our asses and and (laughs) it could be a basketball (laughs) conversation because it's an everyday game football a little different because we you know we get every weekend it was a you know we could talk about what led into you know what i'm saying yep baseball season don't look like it's happening on time and it's only their fault but I digress. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, we don't talk hockey really here, but we can if you want to bring the topic on. Bring it. We can bring, bring it. it. Bring it. Bring it. Whatever y'all want to talk about. We always said sports, politics, hip hop, but we always open to everything else. Even if you want to talk My Little Pony, I'll go get versed and fucking be in I don't a know, but that's a stretch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Stretch, but with that being said, I'm just saying we open like that. With that being Indeed. said, peace to disabled planets each peace and every of, week. Peace to disabled planets and Rodney Jerkins. Rodney Jerkins. <laughs> we out. Peace.